Sitting in the Gemara on Daf Peches, five lines down. The Mishnah said, Chos Moedim Baroisha Daf, if they had him signed on the top of the document, or they signed on the Tzad, on the solid document, or Mechorah Bagir Pasher, on the back of it, the Mishnah said it's possible. So, Ma'ani, how could that be? We have a Halachalamaisa story. For Rav Chosom Manatzad. Rav, when he signed on a star, we're not sure, it sounds like we're assuming the Havminim. A regular star or a get or something like that, he signed from the side. So if he signed from the side, we said in the Mishnah, signing on the side of the star is possible, you have to sign on the bottom. So the question is, how did you sign from the side? If you signed on the side, Mamish parallel to it, no good. If you signed on the side with the bottom of the letters of the signature, touching where the document is, that's also no good. Because then in, normally when you sign, since you normally sign on the bottom, when you sign to the side and the signature, bottom of the signature, is facing the ksav, then it looks like there was something on top of it that you were signing on, not something on the bottom of it. Rather, what Rab signed on the side was, he signed on the side and his signature, the top of his signature, was perpendicular to the shtar's ksav, and therefore he was actually signing on that. And any, the Gemara at this point assumes, anytime you sign with the top of the signature, Touching the star, whether it's on the bottom, the side, or the top, that's going to be okay because that indicates that you are signing on what is on top of the signature, or in this case on the side, of, on the top side, but either way, that's good enough. Saying so, the more, if that's the case, Tony says in the Mishnah, you have two stars that are back to back, meaning on one piece of paper, and the top of one is next to the top of the other one, but in a line. So you have Adam between them. So you have Adam that signed between these two stars. So we said both of them are possible because the Adam are on the top of each star, either direction. So what do you mean? Just like Rav said, we just said according to Rav, that as long as the top of your signature is facing the Ksav, that's good enough. So even if the top of the signature is facing the top of the Gishtar, that should be good enough as well. If you have two stars that are head to head, and you have a signature between them, one of them, the star has the Adam facing the Ksav, and that one should be good. And the mission said they're both possible. So maybe not. You're right. Maybe if it was that way, Utak would be kosher, at least at this stage in the Gemara. Hasam the Rami like Ivro. Over there, we're talking about what the, the signature between the two stars wasn't that it was facing one or facing the other. It was actually facing neither. It was perpendicular to both. So if both Ksav and both stars were going north-south, the signature was going east-west. It was touching like a, like a door frame, like a, like a lock on a door that crosses across the door. So it was crossing in the opposite direction. And therefore, the Ksav of the signature is not facing or, or heading to either star. And that's why it's Taka Puzzle. But maybe if it was, then it would Taka Bikash if it was facing one way. So my Yochi, Sefer Diktani. The Sefer says, Reisha Shazeh, but said Sefer Shazeh. If you have one on top of the other, so they've said the one that the Edom is on the bottom of is kosher. Why? If we're assuming that the signature between the two stars from the case when they're head to head is when it's perpendicular and therefore not facing either star, so when it's top and bottom also we should assume that the signature is perpendicular and not facing either star, it should be possible. And therefore clearly from the Sefer we see that the signature is in the direction of the star and the question is which one is it facing? If that case, when the stars are head to head, and you tell me the signature is in the direction of the star, which is a question of which one is head or bottom, it should be kosher. And yet we see it's puzzle. So you see that it's not enough to have it facing the star. It has to be on the bottom of the star. So back to Akasha. How could Rav have signed on the side? 
Rav was not talking about a regular star. If you're talking about a regular star, star Kedushin, star Gershin, star Alva, something like that, then in Echanami you cannot sign on the side. You have to write the signature on the bottom. Rav was talking about a star where they're Muslim people to Bezdin. They set a date to come to Bezdin. It's not an official document of any sort. And therefore, Rav just like, you know, scribbled his name on the side of the document to show that he agreed to it, but that's not a real signature on a real star, and therefore that's no riot from that case. You always have to be careful when you have a story to understand the details of the story before you can bring any halacha from it. The Mishnah then said, Get your kazur. We said, Ksav Sefer Vietis Kashna. We had this Machlaikis early in the Mesechta twice on Samach Vav and on Ayin Aleph. Amar Vimir Chasam Sefer Shinim. Vimir said that which it said, that Ksav Sefer and one eight is Kashna means that the Sefer signed on the document. Right? We had before Shmuel argued, and this and Shmuel said, no, just the, the handwriting of the cipher himself counts with an aid, because the cipher clearly, by writing it, is saying that the husband wanted it, so that is considered a signature. Rebbe says, no, it's only if he actually signed. Then we said, this must be according to Shittas of Yaisi, which means the cipher would never sign unless he heard it directly from the Baal, because otherwise we have to be afraid that the cipher will think he's supposed to sign it, sign it, really he's not the shliach to sign it, and there could come out a problem with the get, because it's not being signed by the person that the Baal wanted. And therefore, and you'll be embarrassed to tell the cipher no, because you know, the cipher really wants to sign. So therefore, he says, Chasam Seifer Shininu, if the cipher signed and you hold it, there's no way he would have signed unless he heard it directly from the Baal, then the signature of the cipher plus the signature of an aide counts. But according to Yirmiya, just the handwriting of the cipher and the star does not count. This was Machlekes. He ksubas chasanim. There was a ksuba. That's the commander of Avot. Uh, and one gear, so the gears on the side adds in the word shtara. They knew the handwriting of the cipher. So obviously there was a question about the validity of the shtar, so they had to be mekayim the shtar. Normally mekayim the shtar by testifying about the two signatures. They didn't know the two signatures. They knew one signature, plus someone recognized the handwriting of the cipher. So because it says the way he learned the Mishnah, it only is kosher if the cipher signed. But just the handwriting of the cipher is not worth Obviously according to Shmuel, this would talk about being pshat in the Mishnah, it would be good. We said in the Mishnah, you don't have to write the name and the real name of the issue. We said you can write of Nebal, Chanichisoy, or Chanichisoy's kosher, which Rashi said meant like a family name. And that's based on this Gemara. So you can have a name. Someone can say, I come from the, the Yaakov family, even though the Yaakov that we're talking about, the patriarch of this family, was 10 generations ago. Even up to 10 generations count. 11, not 10, yes. Shemir Elazar Amr Gimel Deris Kosher, only for three Deris. So if the great grandfather was Yaakov, that's fine. Mikam Yelach Posel, Keman Azlo, Hadamar of Chanino, Ksos of Chanichas, always begitten at Gimel Deris, Keman Kibashim Elazar, that three Deris count. The Marfuna Micro, the Posik says, Byron Kleisel does a verse that go into Golos, Kisolid Bonim, Ubene Bonim, so the children and the grandchildren. Our Nikra Hashem, the grandfather, so I said great-grandfather, it's really the grandfather, the grandfather, the fa- children, and the grandchildren. Vinayshantem, then you go away. So that unit stays together. The grandfather, the children, and the grandchildren is one unit, that's three deris, and therefore you can call them, I'll, I'll shame the grandfather, and it counts as writing a name in the get. You could say like the granddaughter of so-and-so, or the family of Jacob, the woman from the family of whatever, that counts as well. Tanakama said ten deris. A little bit of a gadita here on this pasuk. Until there were seven like generations or uh, dinim that did have a zara. Now Rashi says we're not talking about the Chorban here. We're talking about when the Shvatim went into Golis. That already was considered Chorvei Yisrael. 
And we list over here, as Rashi says, all the Malchi Yisrael. There were parallel Malchi Yehuda at this time, which some of them did have a Nizara, uh, but we're just counting the Malchi Yisrael. Yavam ben Nevat, Basha ben Achia, Achav ben Omri, Yehu ben Namshi, Pakach ben Imayim, and Achim ben Gadi, Rasheh ben Ola. Now the Meiser, as Rashi points out, some of these, there was different Darius that did the Avedizar. By Achav, his father already did Avedizar, Amri. And therefore this is also part of the point where we just said that the Bezdin is made up of the multiple Darius grouped together. Shenemar, we see in the Pasuk, the Pasuk says in Yirmiya, Umlolo Yoledes Hashiva. It would be like embarrassing. It's a busha for the seven Yoledes, seven generations. Nafcha Nafsha Bashimsha Bayyamim, the sun set during the day. Busha Vichafera, it is an embarrassment. This is referring to the seven Batidinim that perpetuated Avadizara. Another possible we see our possible Argmar cuts it off. So it's grouping it together, but one gears on the side says that we dash in as follows. Banim is two generations, Bene Banim is three. So that's another three generations. So it's called seven, that's what we're referring to. The Pasuk says, in Sefer Malachim, it says, He wasn't as bad as the other ones. And then right afterwards it says, And they came and the guy fought with him. So, if you just said he wasn't so bad, why is the Torah saying he gets a punishment? It actually worked out he was better, but it worked out worse. Why? Yeravim did not want Kalaiso being rather regal to Yerushalayim, which is part of Malchus Yehuda. So he put up these Egel Azov, he put up Shemim, so they should be able to go to Yerushalayim. Yeravim put those up. This king came and he got rid of them. But even when he got rid of them, they didn't go anyways. So it actually, when Yeravim's guards were there, so said that, it was it was some kind of uh, some kind of excuse for Klai Yisrael not to go. But once he took down the guards and they still didn't go, then I'm going to spoke hoist and shut him so you saw the regal yell chov shabi. They're going to have to go into gold. So it actually worked out worse. The Pasuk says in Daniel, Hashem made bad things happen to Klai Kitzadik Hashem Hashem was good to us. What does that mean? How is bringing bad good? He did a, a, a chesed even in the tzar. The Yechani had gone into Golis 11 years before Tzidkia. And if Tzidkia would have gone into Golis later, let's say it would have delayed another 5, 10, 15 years, the Sibir Begos Yechani HaCheresh Ramasker Elef. So the Tatamiti Chachamim of Eretz Yisrael had already gone into Golis Bezman Yechani to set up Yeshivas in Bavel. If Tzidkia's Golis would have happened much later, all those Gedele would have been Nifter already, by, from being older, and then there would be no one left to set, set, to set the Yeshivas. Sheb'Shosh, what does it mean? Cheresh When they open their mouth, everybody's quiet. And Mazger, once they say, there's no arguing. Vekama, how many were there? Elif, there was a thousand. Ula Amar, another Pshat, where Kershpochu was killed, Tzadik Alenu, because it says, Veneshantem. And Neshantem is Gematria 852. And it says, Veneshantem, Kiyavei Tavidun. So if we would have lasted 852 years, then never, Chas Vashon, we could have been kind. The next part of the Pasuk of Eitavidun would be lost forever. It, we, it didn't last 852 years. Chalaisa was in Eretz Yisrael from Yeshua to the end of Bayes Rishon, 850 years, and that actually worked out better, so we didn't want to the entire Kalala. 
Amar of Yaakov, Yaakov, Adam, and Beisha, I mean, not Mehera, when it says, the Pasuk says, Kyavei Tavidun Maher, the Mehera, the Mariamo, Vakashbokos, Tamnimeh, Vachamishim, Tadisham, that's 852 years, 852 years. Sounds to us to be forever, Kashbokos, that's considered Maher. Says the Mishnah. Get be Yisrael kosher. We've said many times that a get has to be lerotzayin. You cannot force a husband to give a get. The woman is megurish bal korcho, but a husband is not megurish bal korchoi. However, if you get a Yisrael bezdin of a Yisrael to force someone to give a get, so that is going to be kosher. We'll see exactly in the, Mish- in the Gemara exactly how this works. But if impossible, but if a guy forces, then it's taka no good. Then the Mishnah said, "If the guy hits them, then we have in brackets here kosher." So Machlekes Mishnah had to read this halacha. Is this halacha going on the case where it's up to the guy, and the, even if the guy says to do it all day Yisrael, it's no good? Or is this going back on the Yisrael that if the bezin of Yisrael hires a guy to beat up the Jew to get him to write a get, that would be kosher as well? Taisa says it's the second one, the meaning that it's going back on the Reisha when Yisrael's bezin, when he bezin of Yisrael forces someone to give a get. Then, if they want to hire a guy to beat the person up, that's okay as well. As long as he says, do it, I want you to do what the Bezin told you to do. So if it's done properly, we had in Ksubis, all different types of ways that a person, we force a person to get divorced, either if it's married by Isser, or according to some cases in the Gemara, or some Rishonim, even if she's a Mosulai, they don't get along in certain situations. So whenever there's a halacha that Bezdin is allowed to force a get, then they could, Bezdin can tell people to get divorced, and they don't listen, you could force them. Now if it's done Kedin, al pi halacha, so then we have like the Ramam always says, we have a Pintalayid, that every Yid really wants to do what the Torah says, and therefore you could force him to take away his Yitzhahara, to force him to do what the Torah really says. But if it's Shaloi Kedin, if it's in a situation where the per- Bezdin not supposed to force the person to get divorced, they just thought they don't get along. So go to therapy. Who says you can't force someone to divorce his wife? Stam. And they beat him up to do it. It's in Taka Puzzle. Because then he only wants to do what the halacha says. If this is not what the halacha says, then he's not really being agreeing to do it. But Puzzle Upaisel. However, if he gives such a get, she is considered a Grusha of Hilchas Kahuna. And therefore, if her husband then dies later, she's still considered a Grusha. She cannot marry a Kain because we can't say it's 100% no good. But if the guy forces him in a case where it's not based on a Yiddish Bezdin, Stama Goy sees what's going on and says, I'm going to force this guy to divorce his wife. If it was a case of Kedin that a Jew could have forced him, but the guy did him, then Paso Paiso. It goes one down Madriga, it's not a good get, but it passes her from a Kahuna. If, if, she's a, if he dies and she now is an Almana, but she's considered a Grusha to the guy. Shalai Kedin, if it's a case where even a Yid could not force it, and now the guide forces it, I feel a rech, I get ain't, but it doesn't count at all. So what's going on here? If we listen to it and a guy forces you, it should be a kosher get. He got the yid to do what he's supposed to do. What's the difference? How? And if you tell me when a guy does it, it doesn't count, because that's not the halacha, and a yid doesn't do it unless it's a pi So why should it even passel her and make her also to a kind of zagrusha? So if Meshashia says, I'm a Meshashia, Dvartera, get Musha, Bevi Kachavim, Kosher. Truth is, you're right, it's Kosher. As long as it's done in a case of Kedin, I don't care if a Jew forces him, a guy forces him, it's all going to be Kosher. But, we don't want you getting Goyim involved in beating Jews up to give Gitin. And there, Mafkatsmi Daibala, she will hire. A thug, a goyish thug, shaloy al piyalacha to beat the husband up. So even though it might be kedin, go to bezdin. Don't go to a goy. And therefore, we say if you go to a goy, it does not count midderabbanan. It does not count as a get. 
So why do we say by Shaloikadin it's not even a regret? Now we Shaloikadin the Yisrael Mifsanami Apostle. Just like Shaloikadin of Yisrael, we said works to consider her a Grusha for a Koyin. So Shaloikadin of a Goy should also work that. Says the Gemara, no. Elahadar Meshashi Bedusi. Meshashi is wrong. It's not work Midaraisa at all when a guy forces. Why? We'll see in the Gemara in a second. But time of my bekedin bekedin Yisrael michlef shlokedin bekedin Yisrael loy michlef. He says, really, uh, the truth is it doesn't work at all. The question is the opposite: that if we say it doesn't work at all, then you'll think when Yisrael does it, it doesn't work at all. So since when Yisrael does it kedin, it works. Therefore, when a guy does it kedin, we say it's at least poisel. But since when a Yisrael does it shaloi kedin, it's only midrab a problem. So when a guy does it in a case of shaloi kedin, we're not going to make a gzera ligazera, and therefore it's going to be okay. Why lemaisa is a get forced idea guy not good? The Gemara does not yet explain. Now the Gemara explains. Abaya Ashkelav Yosef. He found this Rabbi Yosef. The Yosef Kamashikit. He was forcing people to give gitim in his bezdin. Amleiv anan and yaitas anan. Abaya said to Yosef, "We're not on a. We're not smuchin. We don't have smicha all the way back to Moshe Rabbeinu. We're considered had yaitas." Even if they're following halacha, you're not allowed to go to them because they can't force things. And you know how to go to a goy? You know how to even go to a yaitis? How can we be mafor to get? Lamaisa, we see from this Gemara says, Taisis, that the reason, according to the other man, the Amr, that a goyish, a get forced like a goy is no good is it's a violation of this halacha. You know how to go to a goyish court, and if you go, we say that whatever happens there is, is useless and doesn't count at all, and therefore the get is not a good get on the Raisa level. So how can Yosef do this? We are ke'ilu shluchim of the previous dairis. Just like we do halachas. So Yachik says for Chavos Nami. So why don't we do Knasas and Kefil and all kinds of things? Kiev din Shukusai Milsa Shchicha by things which are normal to happen day to day business. Then we're Kielu Shluchim of the original Bati Dinim. The Milsa the Loi Shchicha Loi Din Shukasayu. The Shukas of the other Bezdins or Shukas of Bnei Eretz Yisrael. Rashi says that Eretz Yisrael would have a proper Sanhedrin. So the the uh, the Bezdin in Chutzlaretz can be a Shliach of them for. Things which are shiach, like a get, or like chayshemishpa, but for things which are knosis and things like that, not. Says the Mishnah. We'll start the Mishnah. Yotza shma beir mekudeshes. If a rumor starts that a woman is mekudeshes penuya, and there's a rumor, we'll see what kind of rumor we're talking about in the Gemara. Harazim mekudeshes. We consider her lechumra to be mekudeshes, and she has to get a get. Megureshes pashup shet. It sounds like a rumor started. She was divorced. She was married, and now rumor starts she's divorced. So we consider her divorced. And that sounds strange because that sounds like it's a cooler. Rashi says that at least would be a chumra that it, we would consider her divorced. That if her husband dies, she can't marry a koyin. What's the case? Tomorrow we'll explain. However, you can't have any excuses. Sort of, if there was, a, if the rumor started, but the rumor said there was an ex- that wasn't one hundred percent clear what the rumor was, then in Chami we go Lakula. For instance, says the Mishnah, Maybe there was a Tanai. We don't know if he was Tanai. We know he was Makadashar, but in the Maisa Kedushin itself, it's not clear what exactly happened. And then we don't have to be Cheshish for that at all. You don't have to get any sort of get over there. Okay, we'll stop here.